By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 1071. I am Shelly. He is Brad. You're listening to BS.show. And today is going to be an amazing day because it's Thursday. Brad will be along in a minute whenever he decides to join us. Hopefully that will be soon. Because when we started this show, I told Brad that I won't do the show unless you're on there. And um, so I don't know where he's at, but I'm sure that he'll be back soon. And this is part of the show. This is the B part of the show. (laughs) Isn't that right, Brad? Okay. So the other day I went out and um, I met with some of my high school friends and my grade school friends. And um, it was really lovely. We went to a winery out here in, in, uh, I was going to say Chicago because I've got Deb Carlin on my mind. But um, we went to a winery and it was lovely. It was really lovely. They had music. It was a beautiful night. Great scenery. What? Uh huh. And just had a whole big bunch of fun. We found out, you know, that we clearly haven't been together over the years that we've been out of school, but we're reconnecting. And that's really neat because we all came from, well, a different time of life, but. It was the same. I got kicked out of the safety class. And I got kicked out of the safety class. What? If you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. If you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. If you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. Pick I it guess, up where I left off? I guess you can't pick it up. Hold on. I can do something. Don't go away. Okay. I thought so. Okay. I've got noise on one of the pots, and it's yours. So, anyway, that's engineering I stuff. That okay. Yesterday. Hold it. You said, did you do this last night? You went to a winery last night? No. Uh, when was last this? Last week. Last week. So, that's ancient history, Shelley. I mean, we only talk about things that happened in the last 12 hours. I mean, if it hasn't happened. No, that's hap- not true. <laughs> can, can I tell you something weird? Sure. <laughs> You know what? You know what? I'll talk about it next hour. Uh, it's I, about Frank opinion, isn't it? No, 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 no. It actually, it is about Frank opinion, but I won't talk about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> something happened to me years ago. Okay. Okay. And I have told the story. Matter of fact, I think I told the story once here on the air, and people have called BS on me. Okay. Now, what's happened is, yesterday, I, I'll tell you more about this next hour. I made a post on my Facebook page, and a guy that I do not know posted or, or put, a, you know, put a comment on my post that he was there the night this event happened, and he saw everything that happened that I have claimed, and people call, have called BS on. Even I think you even called BS on it. Something on you? Well, the event. What was the event? <laughs> well, I'll talk about it next hour. Oh. <laughs> and I'm trying to get this guy to go on the air because I can't believe this has probably been I don't know 
26, 27, 28 years ago this happened. Maybe longer than that. I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. This happened in the early 80s. So it would be I like... I busy having babies. It would be like 30-plus like years ago. Okay, you know, 30, 20, you know, high, high 20s, early 30s years ago. Okay, and I have told the story before, and I have people said to me, that's BS, that never happened. And so... Out of the clear blue, I make a post on my Facebook page yesterday, and a guy replies, I was there when you guys did blah, 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 blah. And I'm going like, you know, he, 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 he said, I remember when you and blah, 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 did blah, 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 blah. And I go, I, I, I posted back, I go, and you were there? Yes, I was there. I go, and I just sent him something this morning. I said, can I interview on the radio because he's a witness to this crazy, weird thing that happened to me where, quite honestly, I got the crap beat out of me. I mean, physically beat out of me by not one, but two women. Oh, is that when that lady came up and kissed uh, no. you <laughs> no. down on Main Street? No, that was, that was another weird thing. I've told that story. Nobody believes me on that. I'm walking down Main Street in St. Charles one day. I'm going north at a group of like three ladies going south. And, you know, young lady, probably, I don't know, maybe 25 or so, just walks right up to me and plants a kiss right on my lips. And her other two girlfriends laugh. And they just keep, you know, they just walk down the, the, walk down the Main Street. Like, okay. Now... See, here's what's interesting. That's why the sexes are still not equal, that, that women are superior and men are inferior. Because let's do the flip test on that. Let's say I'm walking with two of my buddies, and I'm walking down Main Street, and I see this attractive young lady, and I go up to her, and I plant a kiss right on her lips. lips. The next thing I know, I would be in the back of a St. Charles City squad car heading for processing at the police department. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you agree? You agree? I mean, she'd call 911 and have me arrested, right? This old guy that, This old guy came up to me and kissed me right on the lips. Ooh, yeah. That's not how it happened, though. Well, <laughs> but she kissed me on the lips. It was weird. I mean, you know, and, you know, I, I, you know, maybe it was like, hey, see that ugly old guy over there? Go kiss him on the lips. Okay, I'll do it. They were probably drunk, you know what I mean? I don't think she was drunk. Who knows? I mean, for for someone to kiss me, you know, they have to be drunk. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that's true? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so so we got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Next hour, I'm going to give you my advice because our president last night went on TV and gave you advice about voting. I'm going to give you my advice on the radio. He's very concerned about democracy. I'm very concerned about the state of the radio business. And I, next hour, am going to go on the radio in the 7 o'clock hour. Remind me of this because otherwise I'll forget. I'm going to go on the air in the 7 o'clock hour. I'm going to warn you about things that could happen to you in the radio business. Okay. By the way, I'm all excited because <laughs> I have to tell you this story. I, I keep a comb with me in my back pocket, okay, for years and years and years. You know, got to keep, you know, got to keep Hans happy. If Hans sees me out and about with my hairpiece not looking good, he'll send me nasty emails. Brad, I saw you the other night. You didn't know I was there, and your hair didn't look good. If we're going to do that hairpiece for you, at least make it look nice. So I went through a dozen combs. I bought like a dozen combs, and I lost them all. 
and I was down to my last comb on Tuesday. And actually, I lost. I didn't have a comb. I could not find a comb on Tuesday morning. So after I got off the air, I went to Quickie Mart and got myself a soda and a donut and a comb. It cost me a buck ninety-eight for one stupid comb. Okay. Was your donut pre-licked? No, it wasn't. Yeah, Ariana was nowhere around. So, um, so the the donut, you know, the comb cost me a buck ninety-eight. Right. I lost it yesterday, but thankfully, Mr. UPS showed up at my door yesterday and brought me my bag of 96 combs. <laughs> I bought a bulk bag of combs. <laughs> it's funnier than I'll get out because of the fact. You know what's funny about it is you're going to lose half of them. <laughs> I probably Just because will. They've been misplaced yeah. somewhere in your oh, in a, oh, abode. Well, they fall out of my pocket, you know, and stuff like that. So I have now I have 96 combs, and what's cool about it is they're all different colors. There's blue and there's yellow and there's red and orange and pink and, and no black ones. Just all different weird colors. So I have 96 combs. <laughs> and they eat, 96 they, combs on the beer on the wall. They come in, they each come in a bag of 12. So in other words, I have, I have what, eight bags, of, is that right? Eight bags of 12, is that right? Eight times 12 would be 96. Eight times 10 would be 80. Two times eight would be 16. Yeah, 96. So I have eight bags. Each bag has 12 combs. And right with me this morning on the console, you know, the broadcast board, whatever you want to call it, I have not one, but not two, but three combs sitting right here. It's because I'm thinking, my man, I got combs. I can put combs everywhere. I can put a couple of, I can put like a half dozen in my car. I can do this. I can do that. Yeah, that would help. Well, you don't think? Really? 96 combs. And you know what? It's really interesting. I went on, I went uh, on YouTube last night. And I thought to myself, you know, there's all this crazy stuff about, you know, these various stupid things you you put, you search YouTube. I searched 96 combs, and I, a video came up, and it was, and it was, it was like I couldn't believe it. 96 lift balloons. No, it was 96 combs in your back pocket. 96 combs in your back pocket. You take one out, you pass it around. You got 95 combs in your back pocket. Uh huh. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, I tell you, this is going to be a hell of a show this morning. Uh, and coming up next, we're going to talk about Frank Opinion. Okay, you ready? Sure. <laughs> By the way, for those of you who are watching on on camera, and for those of you, and for that guy who hacked one of my, let's say what he hacked, because I want to give him the satisfaction. For, for one of you, for whoever hacked it, I'm holding up one finger for you. Okay, right up to the camera. See it right there. If you're watching online, if you you know viewing the video the video feed, that's for you, buddy. Right that right one finger right there. So where's the camera feed? Oh man, you've never seen my camera feed? No. Oh my God, it goes everywhere. I mean, Frank Opinion has even called me and said, "Oh my God, Brad, how did you do that? That's the oh, coolest. That's the coolest. In stu- that's the coolest in studio camera feed I've ever seen. I mean, you know." Joe Rogan's called me and said, Brad, how do you do that crazy in-studio camera feed you got? I go, Joe, you know what? You're making a bunch of money. I'm not. You know, throw me a million bucks, and I'll tell you how I did it. Well, Brad, I'll think about it. You know, it's interesting. Shopify, not Shopify, uh, Spotify. Isn't it Spotify that Joe Rogan's on now? 
they're talking about how they're losing money in the podcasting business. Well, when you pay people, Who? Spotify is. They're talking about how they're losing money in podcasting. Where? Well, they, you know, supposedly it came out originally that they paid Joe Rogan $100 million. Now it's come out they paid him $200 million. And by the way, nobody won the lottery last night. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's like up to, it's up to like, it's interesting. It's up to like $1.6 billion. And if you win the one-time payment, it's $32.65. Okay. The rest of it's in taxes and fees and, you know, handling charges and stuff like that. That doesn't surprise me. Wouldn't it be cool to go to the bank and say, you know, like let's say you had like several million dollars in your account, go to the bank and go, yeah, um, can I get $20 out of my account? And the girl, you know, girl, a guy, whoever's working at the bank, looks at your account and goes like, oh, no, sorry, sir. And then they say, sorry, sir, you don't have 20 in your account. What? I don't have 20 in my account. I'm supposed to have $3 million in my what? account. <laughs> yeah, they go, <laughs> thanks, Shelly. <laughs> You're welcome. They go, <laughs> they go, <What>? <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. Once again, right. this is BS.show, the show that's about nothing. And nothing, we, and, not one gosh and, darn thing that's worth and we, anything. We've just proven that in our first break. Okay, it's 627. It's BS.show. Shelly, 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 do you know who that is? You know who that was on that song we just played? Oh, my gosh, no. Who was it, Brad? The donut liquor. <laughs> Shaking my head, brother. It never gets old for old Brad. I'm telling you, it never gets old. It really doesn't. Like By the way, ever. smartest woman in the world She's going to get mad at me because she's she's think I'm cutting down Taylor Swift. I'm not doing anything of of that nature. I'm just saying I find it interesting that Taylor Swift's new album drops last week and it was got like 13 14 songs on or something like that and nobody's playing anything off her album, at least radio. And I'm thinking to myself, how can that be? So last night I did a little research and I went on to I went to, you know, I, the source on this because, you know, the absolute positive source is American Top 40, AT40.com. And I looked at Ryan Seacrest's page and he where he has the top 40 songs. Guess what? There's not one Taylor Swift song in the top 40. How can it be that, and, I, and I'm, I'm being serious when I say this, how can it be that this album is like set all these records. You know, people have streamed it, they've downloaded it, they've done this, done that, and nobody in the radio business is playing it. I mean, we're not, and quite honestly, I've listened to a couple of the cuts, I'm going, eh, it's okay, eh, nothing, you know, eh, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? How is it that that song, and see, once again, the interesting aspect of this is that it's like wag the dog. You know what I'm saying? I never really understood that. Okay, well, in other words, if the dog wags the tail, the dog's in control. But if the tail wags the dog, which doesn't happen because, like, by physics nature, it's not going to happen. It does with pit bulls and no, uh, little no, um, no, happy, that, that would mean, happy puppies. That would mean that the tail would be stationary and the dog would go back and forth like that. You, well, know? Sometimes you want me to do it, that again, by the way? It looks like that. Yeah, would you do that? <laughs> See, now that's the drop you should pick up. <laughs> what? <laughs> so who? What, tell us what you were going to say about the guy that called you out. No, I, I talk about it next hour. Talk about it next hour. He didn't oh, call me out. He, he okay, confirmed. Sorry. He confirmed something that happened to me. It's such a weird, bizarre story. 
And I've told it before, and people have said, yeah, that's BS. <laughs> I've told people the story before. And people go, yeah, that didn't happen. You're making that up. It was, it was like, it was like it was, they're, they're accusing me of G- be, me being Joe Biden, talking about <laughs> – he gave this speech the other day where it was like – I'm going like, okay, this guy's our president. I'm sorry. If he were Republican, if he were a, a, a you know, if he were a, a libertarian, I'd say the same thing. First off, he said that his son was killed in Iraq. Okay, do you know about this? Which son? His his beau, his son was killed in Iraq, which did not happen. His son was in the army and was in Iraq, but unfortunately died of brain cancer in the United States. Didn't was not killed in Iraq, okay? Oh, I'm sorry for that. Well, as am I. Then he goes and says he's talking about drug prices and he talks about the fact that he knew the guy that invented insulin. Now, the only problem with that is the guy who, and his point was, he purposely didn't patent it because he wanted, he didn't want to get rich off it. He wanted to help people, which is true. And, and the only problem is the guy died when Joe Biden was like two years old. So unless the guy came over to Joe Biden's parents' house and, oh, hey, hey, Joe, how you doing? <laughs> mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he, coo, yeah, coo. he knew the guy. He was too. I'm going like, okay, this is our president. And then he says something else. And I'm going like, okay, this is like a little bit too much. Now, what's interesting about this is let's do the flip test on that. If Trump had got you know, was still president and said, I knew the guy who invented insulin. And and Jake Tapper would be on CNN for four hours with interviews tank. Well, let me tell you why this was a lie that President Trump said, because President Trump wouldn't have been born because Trump's younger than 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 Biden. Tre- president Trump was born a year after the ju- after the insulin guy died. And we've got this investigative reporter. Yes, that's right, Jake. Yes. Yeah. What the president said is an absolute positive lie. Okay. Now let's go out into the street and interview people. Yes. What the president said is a lie. And, and his son said it too. And his other son said it too. And his daughter who's married to that guy who's creepy. He said, it. they all said it. They all said it. See, that's the difference between Trump and Biden. And Biden can say anything. Dude, you are in rare form no, today. No, I'm telling you. It's to the point where it's like, and what bothers me about this? Dr. Camille Winter, my journalism, oh, my journalism I wish professor, I met him. my journalism he, professor, he, he, I'm telling you, right now with the state of journalism, if he were still alive, he would have to have an AED strapped to his chest. Because he would go into cardiac failure about 14 times a day, you know, and oh, you know, he'd turn on the you TV. You you couldn't post that on Facebook because they would flag you. Oh, I know they would. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because once again, he taught us to be fair. He taught us to tell both sides of the story, and he taught us that the highest form of journalism is investigative journalism. Investigative journalism, where you go. You dig up the facts. You don't make stuff up. You dig up the facts. And once again, in proper journalism, to make a claim, like in a story on the, you know, in the paper or on TV or in, in online and stuff like that, you're supposed to have two, a minimum of, hold on a minute, a minimum of two sources that will confirm what you're writing. And, and most of the time, and, and none of this anonymous source BS, because I could say, Hey, I've got an anonymous source that told me that McDonough 
was going to come and pick me up and drive me around in a limousine, and we're going to go drive through White Castle tonight. I have an anonymous source that told me that. And you're going to say, well, who was it? Oh, I can't tell you an anonymous source. Right? <laughs> I could say yeah, anything. Much. I could say anything it was an anonymous source. Hey, you know what? Elon Musk called me and said they're going to do a special space shot, and they're going to shoot a, a, you know, a space capsule up around the moon, and they've got a little, little mini capsule that's going to pop out, and I'm gonna, you know, and he wants to know if I want to do that because then, then I'll be there for a couple of days, and then they're going to shoot another space capsule up, and that one's going to pick me up and come back to the United States. And by the way, what's interesting about it is this is going to be hist- historic because no internal combustion engine; it's all electric. The spacecraft is, you know, they're gonna, they're not gonna have like when it tapes off from, you know, Cape Canaveral. There's not gonna be flames. Come, oh, that's pollution. We're not gonna have that. It's gonna be electric. It's gonna be like these big big lightning bolts that are going to fire the spaceship up in the air and boom, it's going to fly into the air. And yeah, and, and, uh, anonymous source told me that Elon Musk is going to do that with me. And you, someone would say, well, who's your, I can't tell you. It's anonymous source. <laughs> I'm sorry. By the way, I'm going to give you my list of impressive women next hour. Am I on there? No, you're not because you're not a politician. Thank God for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've said it before. When I tell you this, people think I'm kidding. You know me better than that. If women, if there was a, a they put a constitutional amendment, we have to like number. What is that? What was that? It was my phone. Okay. If they put a constitutional amendment in, what were you? What is that? It was my phone. <laughs> is that, is that Angel? What? Is that Angel Megasano? I sounded like her. No, it was a commercial. Oh, oh I thought it was she's talking about women, you know, because she talks about women all the time. Okay. What was it? Okay. If I could, if we could change the Constitution and make it good. Why? Over, they're changing it now. Well, I know. Well, not the Missouri Constitution. Like as we yeah, speak. They're going to make Amendment 3 to the point where, Amendment 3 is going to be to the point where it's, I mean, there's so much, you know, I, I got a guy that, that is wants to talk about this, and I think I'm calling him and get him on the air. I mean, what's interesting about Amendment 3, you got me sidetracked, even the people who smoke a lot of marijuana go like, I don't know about this Amendment 3. I think it's, I think it's not good because it's just so crazy. Anyway, the constitutional amendment would be, United States Constitution amendment would be, no men can hold any political office on any level. All women. And we'd have a much better country. I'm telling you. If, if men I don't were, know. A whole group of women really can't uh, get along. No, 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 no. If women were in charge... All the, the president, vice president were women. All the, you know, the reps and the senators were women. All the governors, all the mayors, all the consul people, all the alder, alder people were all women. This would be a much better country. First off, first and foremost, on a local level, we wouldn't have any government agencies giving money to build sports facilities. You know, no money for stupid stadiums and stupid, you know, uh, workout facilities like, you know, they gave the Rams out there in Earth City. None of that. Instead, we'd have like, you know, we'd have like government paying for like makeup centers and things like that, which I have no problem with. You know, I think I'd look better with makeup anyway. But but I'm telling you, that would be my amendment. I'd change the Constitution. And I have to tell you, over the last two weeks, I have heard Four or five of these women who are running for office, some of them running for national office, some of them running for state office, I'm going like, oh, my God, these women are good. I mean, I, you know, one of them, and I'll tell you right now, we talked about her yesterday. And, you know, it's funny. I had people ask me, he says, what did you say about, about what's her name, Stacey Abrams or whatever, Tracy, which she's the gal running for, for governor in, 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 in Georgia. 
she's an impressive woman, an attorney. You hear her talk, she's like, oh my God, she's like a computer. She just throws out facts and figures, blah, 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 you know, like that. And, and she's like very impressive woman, you know? You know, I, I got in trouble because I talked about, remember we talked about people with gaps in their teeth? I don't remember that. Yes, we talked about that. We talked about gaps in their teeth. and I. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And I brought her up because I couldn't remember what the lady's name was, Lauren Hutton. A couple people <laughs> sent me uh, text messages of, of, who, of who, because she was like probably the first model that made it. But even, even she talked about, remember we read the story about she stuck mortician's wax between her two front teeth to cover up the gap because she didn't want people to make fun of her gap. Now the gap's cool. Because you got, you got, uh, you know, Strayhorn, what's the guy's name? The guy on, you know, used to be the NFL player, now he's on, he was on CBS or something like that. And you got Stacey Abrams. Isn't that her name? I'm having I don't a, know. I'm having a bad morning. I can't remember anything this morning. Isn't that terrible? Are you having a Shelly moment? I am having a Shelly moment. I'm sorry for that. I think, hold a minute. Um, hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Is it Stacey Abrams? Got it. You know, it's, ta- it's terrible. I should know this. Because I'm a sort of a political, yeah, Stacey Abrams. Uh, matter of fact, if you if you read her Wikipedia page, very impressive. Uh, born in 1973, American politician, voting rights activist, author who served in the Georgia House of Representatives from 2007-2017, serving as minority leader from 2011 to 2017, member of the Democratic Party. Abrams founded Fair Fight Action, an organization to address voter suppression in 2018. Analysts, activists, and voters have credited her efforts for boosting voter turnout in Georgia, including the 2020 presidential election when Joe Biden narrowly won the state and in Georgia's 2021 regular scheduled special U.S. special elections, which gave Democrats control of the Senate. And, of course, she's running for the governor of, of, of Georgia, and she also went on the record and said Georgia is a terrible place to live, <laughs> which I'm going like, why would you do that? You know, if you're running for... The, like, if you're running for the mayor, that'd be like the mayor of St. Louis saying, I want to be mayor of St. Louis because St. Louis is a terrible place to live. Okay, why would you want to be mayor of a terrible place? Wouldn't you want to be mayor of a good place? Like St. Peter's, or Washmo, or Arnold, or places like that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. By the way, I'm trying to confirm this. I was listening to a national talk show last night, and they were talking about this thing in St. Peter's, they never said what state, and I believe it's our St. Peter's. Do you know, and, and let me ask you this, have you heard of this goofy story with this guy that's got sunflowers in his front yard? Is that in, is that in our St. Peter's? You know what I'm I ta- don't know. I haven't heard about it. Oh, i got to look this up. If anybody knows anything about it, 314-280-8880. Uh, supposedly, they said St. Peter's, and supposedly the guy has been fined because he won't cut his grass. He's got sunflowers painted you know, in his front yard. And they said that's illegal in St. Peter's. You can't have sunflowers in your front yard because it violates the, the ordinance. Your grass can only be like nine inches tall, which includes sunflowers. You can't have tall, tall things like that in your front yard. But you can have bushes in your front yard. You can have trees in your front yard. See, I think that's ridiculous. You can't have some, or that you can or cannot have sunflowers in your front yard. I think that's ridiculous. You should be able to have um, sunflowers in your yard. In your front yard? Yes. So tall that you can't see the house. So? <laughs> Mayor Pagano, that lady's name is Shelly Barb. <laughs> well, I think it's ridiculous. Sunflowers are happy flowers, and I, they're the thing right I, here, now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research that right now and see if I can find if that is in our St. Peter's. Because they just talked about in St. Peter's. They never said what state. 
And I do believe, I do remember, I think I remember the story. I think the guy got in trouble for for not only having sunflowers in his front yard, but he put a fence in his front yard, which is illegal in St. Peter's. You can't do that. Do you know that? Do you know, in, in like back in the day, everybody had a fence in their front yard because, you know, you go back and look at the, you know, people had a gate. At the, remember how you had a gate at your at your beginning of your sidewalk? You had a fence in your front yard and you had a gate. And how did you get near your, your, your yard? You opened up the gate and you walked down the sidewalk to the house. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Go back and watch It's a Wonderful Life. You know? I love a wonderful life. Okay. I, got... I have a clearance. <laughs> Stop it. Everybody has a clearance. If I'll let you continue. <laughs> what? If you can get it up. <laughs> okay, it is uh, 648. It is 648. Is it time for us to go back on the air? Hold on a minute. I got to turn something off. Hold on. Are you hold on a minute? Hold on a minute. I got two things going at the same time. Hold on a minute. What you, is that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? I, I have a little bit of problem here. I have a mess in the studio. You know my little dorm refrigerator that I have here at the radio station? Yeah. Um if I put a can of soda too close to the little refrigerator compartment to freezer compartment, it's got a little tiny freezer compartment. You know, you can put like one tray ice cubes in there, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It freezes the can, and I didn't realize it. It explodes. Well, I came in the studio with a can of soda, and I popped the top, and it went everywhere because it was partially frozen, and when I hit the little tab on the top, it sort of blew up, and it's on the, the got it on the board and stuff like that. Anyway, I'm cleaning it up. Um, and you know what? I can't. Hold on a minute. We talked about this. It was our St. Peter's. Who said so? Uh, matter of fact... Mike Otten sent me the story. Hold on, let me see if I can oh. get this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can plug this in. Hold on. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do something very interesting. What's that? We're going to play somebody. When I tell you whose voice this is, you're not going to believe it, okay? Let me see if this is going to work. Uh, hold on a minute. I'm going to do this. Okay. You ready? Here we go. I think this is going to work. That's an ad. Okay, so here's here. I think this should be it. You ready? Night on You Paid For It. It is a story in St. Peter's that investigator Elliot Davis has tracked for more than a year. A homeowner's battle with the city over sunflowers in his front yard. Well, today he finally had his day in court. And Elliot Davis is here now with the decision by the St. Peter's judge. Elliot, what happened? Well, Mandy, it certainly is an unusual case. Now, I hadn't come across anything like this in all my years. Now, with all the challenges in St. Peter's, a battle over sunflowers, a homeowner vowed to fight this all the way to trial, which he got today. That is tonight's You Paid For It. It was decision day for St. Peter's homeowner Chris Bank, who headed to court for trial and ultimately a decision by the judge. It's a fight over the sunflowers in his front yard that the city insisted had to go. St. Peter's took him to court over the sunflowers. But following the hearing, the judge ruled against Chris Bank, who's crying foul. The judge just ruled with the city, didn't give me an actual answer, just ruled with the city's findings that I was not in compliance. St. Peter's insisted Bank violated the city ordinance by not having an adequate turf to sunflower ratio. <laughs> turf to sunflower Many's ratio, okay. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Okay, hold it. Here, here's Ooh, yeah. No, wait, you think it's good that the city won? No. Hold on a minute. Let me let me go back here. Um, 
Da, 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 da. Here, 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 here's another one. Hold on. Here, here's the one I was going to play. Okay, let me see if this is going to work. Okay, this is what's interesting. Okay, your roof is your number one defense on your number one. Investment. He's going to do an advertising. Go with the company you can trust. Brandon J. Brandon J. Roofing. You know Brandon. Well, he should be on our station. We not only use the best. He is right now. But we also provide the best <laughs> service. Gaining your trust is our number one priority. You Brandon know he J. has Roofing. trucks just like our RSA. Complimentary inspection. Okay, here we go. As the city of St. Peter's gears up to fight the battle of the sunflowers all over again, they're once again threatening. Do you know who that voice is? Take a homeowner to court. No. A voice that people said would never be heard on St. Louis radio again. Okay. A voice that the last time was heard was F-bombing every other word, a poor woman in the studio. That is the voice of Vic Faust. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, that's him. This is a story that goes back to wow. uh, August 10th. That's him right there. Because of too many sunflowers in his own yard. And before they even bloom this year, Elliot Davis talked to the homeowner and to St. Peter's Mayor Lynn Pagano. That's tonight. You paid for it. Anyway, that was Vic once Foss. again threatening. And, and you thought that we that you know, I mean, I'm the open-minded guy. Nobody else would put Vic, put Vic Faust on the air, but I would, you know. I believe everybody gets gets a second chance. And uh -huh. a third and a fourth and a fifth. Did he talk to him? No, he won't. Yeah, who you know, he won't even remember <clears throat> when Bud and Broadway got fired from WIL. Yeah. I call, I called him up and I go, Hey guys, you want to work at, they lived, <laughs> we're not working on your station. They hung up on me. <laughs> he did not. He did. Eh, no. <laughs> True story. Do you think I make stuff like that up? Yes. No. <laughs> hey, when you listen to this story, matter of fact, matter of fact, we get no Pinocchios. You know what that means? It means that we don't get people who lie. Well, no, there's a was it the Washington Post? They have this guy who's like the the guy who checks out things, and if and if you get if it's like a, you know he gives you up to four Pinocchios. The idea being is if you get one Pinocchio, eh, it's stretching the truth a little bit. Two Pinocchios, eh, stretching the truth a little bit more. Three Pinocchios, yeah, you're really playing on the edge. Four Pinocchios, you're just an outright liar, and that's what they call. Him. As a matter of fact, I can't remember his name. But he he's has this column, and you know, and people quote it. Well, so and so said that this story has got four Pinocchios in the in the in the in the uh, Washington Post. Okay. Okay. Next hour, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about amazing women, and I am going to give you my speech after watching our president's speech last night, listening to it. I have been so, I guess, you know, invigorated would be the word that I'm going to give you the speech about radio. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm sorry. My alarm's going off on my car. Your alarm's going off in your car. Okay. Yeah. Is it a Kia? <laughs> 659. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. You know, I that's an impressive song. It took a team of 42 writers to write the lyrics of that song it took them three years to write the lyrics of that song you know what i'm it saying it is kind of deep <laughs> i never understood that song and i'm sorry i've never been a big fan of gwen stefani i don't get me don't get mad at me if you're a gwen stefani fan i don't quite get it but anyway what do i know okay things to talk about first off i'm trying to get a hold of a guy who was a witness to probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Um, let me tell you the quick story in this. My son, who is now, God, 
you know, I'm 87, so that makes him, I guess, I guess he's 64 now. My son, who's 64, sent me a text yesterday of an article he saw about Alan Barklage. And it was an article recently in some publication talked about, you know, he was this Vietnam combat pilot, which he was, and how he broke up this prison escape, yada, 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 yada. And I posted this on my Facebook page yesterday and essentially say, and it's sad, it's been, it's hard to believe Alan's been gone for 24 years now, plus 24 years. He was killed in September of 1998. So it's 24, more over 24 years. So a guy, and I'm not going to mention his name. If you go to my Facebook page, you can see his name, but I'm not going to mention it on the air until I get confirmation. He witnessed an embarrassing moment with me and Alan Barkley, where we got the crap beat out of us by two women. I wish I could have been there. Literally got the crap beat out of us by two women. <laughs> and I posted this here. Let me see. I posted this, this article, and this guy responds to my post saying like i remember when you two got beat up by those professional wrestlers we got the living snot beat out of us by two women professional wrestlers and this guy claims he was there he claims he's related to alan somehow like through an in-law or something like that i've sent him another i don't know him i believe i do know who he is i've never spoken with him before i you know and i sent him a, a message i said Look, is it possible for you to get in touch with me? I'll give you my phone number. I'd love to interview you on the air. And because I have told this story before. I've told it on this very radio station. And people have said I was lying because they didn't believe the story. This guy was there. And if I can get him on the air, hopefully maybe even tomorrow, <laughs> he'll tell the story. <laughs> I'll give the I'll give the lead up to the story. And if he was there, like he claims he was, he can tell you the story of how me and Alan Barklage got the living daylights kicked out of us by two women who were professional wrestlers who we were doing it for charity. I still don't walk right because of that day. I'm telling you, that's why I have a limp. When I say this, I'm not kidding. I got the living crap beat out of me, okay? So we'll see if I can get him on the air, okay? Okay, that's number one. Number two... Biden gave his speech last night. First off, what's interesting about this is he's talking about, hey, watch out for these people. They're trying to steal our democracy. Okay, we do not have a democracy. We have a representative republic. A democracy would mean that everybody votes on everything. In other words, if they wanted to put a new you know, road through your, your county, everybody in the county would go to the polls and go, well, do, we, you know, do we want this new road or not? And so we'd vote on everything. We have a representative republic which is different from a democracy. But what Biden was telling you was there are terrible things happening with the election next week. Terrible things. And he brought to mind my uh, the idea that I want to warn you about listening to other radio stations. Because, I mean, nobody's ever talked about this before. I'm the first guy that's going to go on the air and tell you this. If you listen to a station besides our stations, besides Westplex 1071, CRAP, and KSOQ, this is going to, going to happen to you. If you listen to Casey, a pig is going to show up in your, your yard tonight, break through your back patio door, and chase you around in your house. That's if you listen to Casey today. If you listen to WIL, you're going to be attacked by giant corn stalks. I mean, you're going to be driving down a highway, and all of a sudden a corn stalk is going to jump out you know, from the side of the road, and it's going to try to attack your car. If you listen to uh, Real Talk 93.3, Tracy Ellis is going to come, tr- come to your house and try to list your home for sale. 
That's what's going to happen, okay? If you listen to 97.1, you're going to be so conservative that you're never going to leave your house because you're, you're a true believer that everybody's out to get you and you're ne- never going to leave your house again. If you listen to KWMU, you're going to believe that the government has more money than they know what to do with because they just send KWMU a check every month and they just spend it like crazy. And if you listen to Joy 99, guess what's going to happen to you, Shelly? You're going to become a terrible driver. <laughs> no, nothing, because you have the veil of protection. If you listen to Joy 99, you can walk You can walk under ladders. You can have black cats walk in front of you. You can break every mirror in your house. You can have every bad thing happen to you, and things will just be wonderful. So that's my warning about, about all these. So, so what are they going to get if they listen to our stations? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Everything's good's going to happen. They're going to have prosperity. Oh, my God. You know, if, if you're a single guy or single gal, if you listen to the entire show this morning, you're going to meet your soulmate by noon today. Only if you have your man left. <laughs> you're going to meet your soulmate by noon today. Okay, if you're, if, if you're listening to this show right now and your check engine light comes on your, on, on, on your car and your Put car... Put your purse up there. It's, it's always effective. You can never see that light again. <laughs> if, and your car starts it's like to... It's almost not there. Your car starts to miss and, and the brakes start to fail. If you drive to the nearest car dealer, and you, because you're listening to this show, you're going to drive into that car dealer, and the manager is going to come out and go, you know what? We were waiting for you, and we heard you're a great person. We are going to give you a brand new car. See this $80,000 car over here? It's yours. Even trade for your car for this car. That's what happens to this station. I'm telling you. But you okay, listen. when is that going to happen to me? Because <laughs> I've been here for a while. Well, you're not a listener. You're on the air, so it doesn't count for us. It just counts. That's count, not true. It just counts, I am a listener. It just counts for our listeners. Every day when I get off the air. Okay. Well, no, you have to listen to our show, and you can't listen because you're a participant in it. You know, last night, I, I, I don't. I guess I'm getting to the point where I'm going like, okay, I don't quite understand what's happened to happen to our president. He gives this speech on how the Republicans are all going to, you know, if if you listen to what he said, when you go to the polls, as you walk up to the polls, there's a Republican who's going to grab you and he's going to he's going to put you on the ground. He's going to, you know, put a knife to your throat. Another Republican is going to put a gun to your head and say, okay, now when you go inside, you better not vote Democratic. You better vote Republican or you're going to come out and we're going to use this knife and this gun on you. I just want to vote for somebody that's going to <laughs> not change everything that we believe in. Well. And um, do you mean you like know, get us back on track and do you mean like paying, keep a straight thought. Paying for police protection? I mean, it's things like that. Yes. You know, like, and... And 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 not have forty two thousand different genders and oh my god, see, I don't quite understand what's going on with with with, you know. Here's the interesting thing, they talk about conspiracy theories. They talk about Trump, you know. And yet, who's the guy spouting all these conspiracy theories? It's Joe Biden. The, the Republicans are terrible people. Okay, first off, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent kind of guy. If anything, I'm more of a libertarian kind of guy. And people, when you say you're libertarian, people go, oh, you're for anarchy. No, they don't understand what libertarian means. Libertarian means that you are for government, but for a limited government. You're not for a government that comes at you when you plant sunflower seeds in your front yard. You know what I'm saying? If you want to plant sunflower seeds and libertarian, hey, knock yourself out. You know, I don't care. You know, I don't care. You put sunflower seeds in your front yard, eh, that's cool. I don't care. You know, shouldn't be a law against that. And... There shouldn't be a law against a bunch of stuff. That's what a libertarian's for. 
Once again, libertarian is not going to be to the point where we're going to say, well, you know, people think, well, libertarian would make, so if you want to drive on the, on the wrong side of the highway, you, if you want to drive like in England, you can do that. No, libertarians aren't far that. Libertarians are far rules that keep us all safe, but to a certain degree. So is libertarians for changing the name of a school time? No. Um, we would instead say. Instead of a semester, an ovester? Who knows? I mean, all this goofy stuff, you know, like in, 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 in San Francisco, they're changing the names of all the schools. You know, I mean, like here, here in St. Louis, we had, we had the Civil War Memorial taken down. We had the, you know, Christopher Columbus statue taken down. Okay, I don't get it. This is part of our history. And, you know, the important, what's the old saying? Those who refuse to pay attention to history are bound to repeat it or something. Or those who fail to learn from history are bound to repeat it. You know, once again... We've got crazy stuff happening, which there's, is there's going to be a, a a whole generation that will not know the things that we know now. But the problem is going to be gone. Nobody's going to talk about it. It's going to be completely underground. My phone is blowing up. I must be touching a nerve here. Let me see what this says. Okay, hold on. Um, the smartest woman in the world wants to know what an ovester is. Exactly. Okay, what is an ovester? Well, a semester. You know, right? Semester, and then instead of it being of the male con- connotation, it would be female. So it would be called an ovester. <laughs> Isn't that a little bit of a stretch, Shelley? <laughs> I didn't think he heard it. Hey, smartest woman in the world, <laughs> Mr. Biden. You know, did you hear what Shelley just said? What do you think about that? What? <laughs> Even the president would go, what? That's funny. <laughs> okay. Thank um, you, smartest woman in the world. I mean, he completely ignores me like he does normally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's totally true. Where do I go from there? Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, he gets on TV last <laughs> night, and I won't say who said this, but I know someone who, when I told them yesterday that the president was going to make a speech, their response was, I hope he doesn't mess with my TV schedule because Wednesday night's my favorite TV night. Because, you know, when the president comes on, they sometimes they cancel some of the shows, they move them around. They've you know. always done that. <laughs> right? Well, apparently it wasn't a national speech. But I'm going like, he going, and if, if, you, if, you, if you listen to the speech, it wasn't very long. He's like, you think that, like, the Republicans are going to be, like, standing at the polls, you know, waiting to chop your head off if you tell them you're going to vote Democratic, you know? And what's goofy about this is— I was thinking the exact opposite. Okay, but but what's crazy about this is that I have voted— I don't know, since I've been—you know, I couldn't vote when I was 18. They passed that rule after I turned 21. So I voted for years, okay? And I vote in elections. I've never had anything bad happen to me at the polls. In fact, normally when I show up at the polls, the people there are very nice. They you know, are they, helpful. They, I mean, I'm not talking about the, the people inside are helpful, but the people outside, you know, they're there. They're, they're very They're very peaceful. cordial. Yes. They come up to you. They give you their, you know, their little brochure, whoever they want you to vote for, or whatever bond issue, stuff like that. I've never had anybody threaten to, you know, punch me or anything like that. Maybe I live in the wrong neighborhood. But... I'm going like, I don't quite understand this. You know, and the crazy thing about it is it's to the point where where we as American citizens, and I know this is going to sound like Brad's waving the flag in the whole bit. Okay, if we can't take one hour or maybe even two or three hours out of if their lines are long, out of our life 
to get in a car, drive to a polling station, and walk in and show a voter, you know, a, 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 an ID. Because once again, Brad's the guy that when I go to my one store where I have a store charge and try to make a payment, I have to show a photo ID to make a payment. If you go to Washington, D.C. and you try to get into the House of Representatives, guess what you got to show? A photo ID. Everything. If you, if you go to the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., try to get into the Department of Justice, what do you have to show? A photo ID. I mean, how many times a day, if you're out and about, do... I mean, I think one day I counted, and one day I was asked five times for a photo ID. Five times. Remember when I lost my wallet? For like two weeks, I didn't have a photo ID. Literally, yes, I remember that. I couldn't do certain things because of the fact I didn't have a photo ID. I mean, I went to the post office yesterday and and talked to the lady at the post office because I have an issue with delivery of some mail. And the lady said to me, can I see your ID? And I say, I said to her, I said, you have to see my ID? She says, yes, I have to see your photo ID. Okay, fine. Here's my photo ID. I don't get it. You Is know? that with you with that face? Yeah, they all laugh. Everybody laughs. But no, but but what I'm saying is I don't see this is like what Biden did yesterday. And this is maybe I'm going to get on my on my on my stump here. What Biden did yesterday was like me saying, hey, Shelly, when you drive down the road today, make sure you don't go more than two miles over the limit, because today all the police in St. Charles County are ticketing everybody who drives three miles an hour over the speed limit. Matter of fact, you don't think they're going to nail you. They're going to get every single you person. You just said two. So what is it? Two or three? I said you can't drive more than two miles an hour over the speed limit. I said if you're driving three miles an hour oh, over okay. the speed limit, you're going to get a ticket. Okay? So, and, I, and people are going to go like, what? How's that going to happen? Yeah. Every person, you, they'll give you two miles. If you look at your little digital display and it says 70, you're driving along on 364 and it says, or you're on Franklin County, you're on 44 or 100 where it's speed, speed limit 60. If you do 62, you're okay. 63? You're going to jail. I mean, you're just going to jail. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pull you over and ask for your ID. They're just gonna pull you over, yank you out of your car, put you in handcuffs, and put you in the back of that Ford Explorer, and you're going to the, the Gray Bar Hotel. That's what's going to happen to you today. And that's like what Biden's doing. Well, this is what's going to happen. There's going to be these Republicans that are going to try to steal your vote. Okay, whatever, whatever. Okay. One last thing. I'm going to give you. Five names, okay? Uh-huh. I'm going to read five names to you. You ready? Sure. Tiffany Smiley, Tudor Dixon, Carrie Lake, Stacey Abrams. What do they all have in common? Um, they're all women. They're all women. That's very good. Number, Thank you. Number two, what's, what else do they have in common? Well... What, are they all political? They're all running for office. Three of them are running for governor, one of them for U.S. Uh, Senate, okay? And what else do they have in common? I don't know. I'll bite. They're incredibly articulate women who are super smart. And once again, one's a Democrat, three are Republicans. And I'm thinking to myself, any one of those women, I would say, yep, you can run my country any day. You can be the president. You can be the vice president. Whatever. Because I want to know about that girl that did that stomp stomp ad. A stomp ad. Yeah, she was walking around her community. I don't think she won. I think she lost. I'll, That's a shame. Because I'll look into that. That was okay. Ingenious. First off, Carrie Lake, 
we talked okay, about we, we talked about Stacey <laughs> Abrams. Really, but okay. No, we talked about Stacey Abrams because you know she w- went against the the good old boy Brian Kemp back in 2018 for the governor in Georgia. Now she's back at it again, um, and a very articulate, smart lady. I believe she's an attorney. Okay, Carrie Lake, a former newswoman who worked for years in Phoenix as a newswoman, who quite honestly was fired because she was too old. Look at Carrie Lake. Tell me she's too old. She's that happens all the time. She's super attractive. Okay, Tudor Dixon. Now there's an interesting name, Tudor. Her first name is Tudor. T U D O R. Last name is Dixon. She's running for governor of of uh, Michigan against Gretchen Wilson, the lady. Oh really? Who, yeah, the the redneck. You know, I'm a redneck woman. Yeah. She's running against uh, Gretchen Wilson in Michigan, who are both very articulate, both very sharp lady. Tiffany Smiley. Tiffany Smiley is running for U.S. Senate in the state of Washington. Tiffany Smiley has an interesting story. Her husband was in the Army, was in Iraq, I believe in 2005. A suicide bomber approached uh, his group of soldiers, detonated the bomb. Her husband was gravely injured. He lived, but he has many disabilities, including he's totally blind. He has no more vision anymore. And she is upset about the way the country's going, uh, upset about the fact that her husband, you know, gave up so many of his faculties and almost was killed for defending the country. And she feels that the country is not essentially, A, taking care of the vets, and B, is headed in the wrong direction. One well, Democrat... Duh. Okay, I, if you've ever heard any if three... that's her platform, I'm all in that. Well, if you've heard any of these three, or any of these four women speak, they're impressive women. I've, you know, once again... I say, if women ran the world, if women were all the, the you know all the the you know the Republicans and Democrats, if they were all in office, if they were the president, vice president, the senators, the representatives, the you know the the governors, the you know local reps, the consul people, the world would be a better place. Agreed. See, I'm for women 100 percent because dudes, we're all screwed up. Men are all screwed up. It's a Mars thing. It is. And that's why they give us those M&Ms. It's 727. It is BS.show. And just to show you that everybody talks and says something intelligent. Shelly, Shelly, do me a favor and say something intelligent. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's what she said. Okay. The lady who's from England who has all the big hit songs. I'm going to spell her name for her for you. Okay. Ready? Okay. A-D-E-L-E. You know who I'm talking about? Adele. Say it again. Adele. One more time. No. No, no. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm trying to listen very carefully because she just came out the other day and said that most people mispronounce her name. Okay. One more time. Say it. Adele. Okay. Wrong. Adele? No. It's Adele. Uh, Dale. Yes, she says. <laughs> that that sounds much better. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. She says while I'll read this story. I'll just read this one sentence. While fans have been calling the Chasing Pavement singer Adele, and it shows like in parentheses A H dash D E L L, the correct pronunciation is Adele. That's. <laughs> did you know that? You've been calling her by the wrong. Isn't that with her twang? It says, the article talks about, to align with her North London accent, Yeah. Adele said her name for emphasis on the second syllable during her hour-long event in Las Vegas. 
and she was interviewed. She had an event in Las Vegas, and she and she had people calling into a, like it was a radio show or a podcast or something like that. And she said that almost everybody mispronounces her name. It's not Adele. It's Adele. Like U-H-D-A-L-E with the, the accent on the second syllable. Adele. Not Adele. Adele. Okay. So do you feel bad about misnaming her all these times? Not, not at all, really. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think and and you know what i want everybody to know that for years people have been mispronouncing my name they've been calling me brad when actually my name is really broad that's my name don't call me brad anymore because that's not my name i'm broad but you're a because but you're a he because women if you wear a bra what is that shelly what do you wear is a bra what is that over-the-shoulder boulder holder? No, no, what is it? Brazier? No, no. <laughs> what is it? Say it. Say, say it's it. It's a brazier. No, it's a bra, okay? So if you oh, take... Oh, hey, bra. If you take B-R-A, you put a D on it, it's broad, right? It's not Brad, it's broad. So if it's a bra and you put a D on it, it's broad. So no, don't, hey, bra. Don't call me Brad That's anymore. That's what they say it now. <laughs> just call hey, me. Hey, bro, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, they call me bro. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. No, <laughs> no, it used to be used to be brother, and then it was bro. Now it's bruh, B-R-U-H. Bruh, hey, bruh, hey, bruh. <laughs> Which I I just honestly do not get. So don't call That's me Brad. Funny. I'm broad. Okay, so and, and if you call me Brad, I won't pay attention. I'll just ignore you because I'm not Brad. I'm broad. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, like funny, peculiar, and funny, haha. I am. I'm from Peculiar, Missouri. Okay. Uh, one last thing. Yes, you are. Um, uh, talk about that. Okay. Do you know who? I'm going to mention a name, and this is sort of interesting. Do you know who um, the guy's name is? Hold on a minute. Where is his name? His last name is Kettridge. This state is so big. Um, Mick Kettridge. M-I-C-K. We go way back. Why? What about him? Actually, it's Kittredge. K-I-T-T-R-E-D-G-E. Okay? Yeah. He's selling his location. He's selling his Organs. house in Leverett, Massachusetts. It's on the market for $23 million. And what is it, please? This is his house in Leverett, Massachusetts. This is oh, okay. Mick Kittredge. Okay? It has... Uh, it's on 60 acres, has 120,000 square feet of living and recreation space, has 25 bathrooms, 16 bedrooms, and four tennis courts, two of which are indoors. Okay? Uh, do you know what the guy, you know what his claim to fame is? You know how he made money? Uh, inventing pampers? No. He, he, he made a product that you probably have in your house. And probably most women have at least one of these in their house. Dudes, not so much. Maybe gay dudes, but straight dudes. If you go to a straight dude's apartment or house, he lives by himself, chances are you won't find one of these. But if you go to a woman's house, especially if she lives by herself or lives with you know, a dude, chances are she has multiples of these in her house. Three guesses. Take guess number one. 
Um, and you probably have it in your house. You probably have at least one. And in- interestingly enough, someone has probably given it to you as a gift at some point in your life. <laughs> and it wasn't what I was thinking. No, at some point in your life, someone has probably given this to you as a gift. Okay, well, that narrows it down, okay. way down. Num- guess number one. Come on, really quick. Just think of some things. Nick, guess okay, number one. Um, a douchebag. No, no. Guess no, number- like the real one. No, no. Guess number two. That's a stupid guess. Guess number it's two. Not a it's a guess. stupid guess. Guess number two. Um. <laughs> don't believe you. Pair of socks. No. Guess number three. Um. The little tab on the Pampers. No. Yankee Candle. We don't have one in this house. Really? Nope. You don't have we a have Yankee candles, but not Yankee. You don't have a Yankee Candle. Nope. This guy. The story is when he was like. Um, he calls it Juggler Meadow. The estate is known as one of the hot, hidden gems of the mega home world, far from traditional mansion habitats of Greenwich, Connecticut, the Hamptons, New York, or Bel Air, California. Juggler Meadow is tucked away on a back road in Leverett, Massachusetts, population under 2,000. It was built by Kettridge's father, Michael, excuse me, Michael Kettridge II, who made his fortune as the founder of the Yankee Candle Company. The property is on the market for $23 million. He sold this guy, what was his, what did he say? The guy's, he was, he was Michael Kettridge. Um, Michael Kettridge, Kettridge's father. Michael Kettridge II made his fortune as the founder of the Yankee Candle. He made the first Yankee Candle when he was 14, no, 16. He was 16. He made a candle from crayons as a present for, for his mother. And a neighbor Aww. was so impressed, she bought one. Kettridge began making more, and in the early 1970s, he founded Yankee Candle Company. The business grew, and in 1984, Kettridge bought a small three-bedroom colonial home in Leverett for $144,000. As Yankee Candle expanded along with Kettridge's wealth, so did the house. Wings and floors were added, so it started as a small house. A tennis court was built. More land was purchased. By the late 90s, Yankee Candle had become the biggest scented candle company in the country. Kettridge sold the company for about $600 million to Forceman Little and Company, which is a private equity firm. With the flood of the cash and a non-compete cause that prevented him from launching... Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is a private equity firm a hedge fund? Can be. Typically, private equity funds are, are, are different in the fact that they have people that invest, uh, you know, like, like for example, like if it, normally it's rich people that get in. It's the same thing with hedge funds, but it's, it's sort of, it's the same, but it's different, if that makes any sense. A private equity firm is essentially. Clear as mud. Well, a private, a public, a public equity firm is somebody you buy stock with over the counter, like on the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ or stuff like that. A private equity firm, essentially, you buy into it. And you have a piece of that firm, and supposedly whatever they invest in, you get dividend, dividends and stuff like that. So essentially, some company that had lots of money came along and paid him $600 million for Yankee Candle. So, Well, that was interesting. $23 million. Now, the interesting thing is they claim that they, they say that people say, well, it's in Leverett, Massachusetts. It's not in one of the nice areas. And the real estate agent, when it was when they're asked about, well, isn't $23 million a little bit on high side? And the response is, if you tried to recreate that, it would cost you $50 million to build it from the ground up, which, you know, which is probably true. You know, I mean, that's what's crazy nowadays about houses and things like that. Houses that, you know, there are houses in the St. Louis area. There are houses in St. Charles that were built for under $10,000 and that now go for, you know, six figures in some some places seven figures you have That's a house true. you have a house like in in certain areas of the country 
that I mean, like, look at like, look at in California. I mean, people live in, you know, look at New York City. People are buying condos, condos that are like, you know, eighteen hundred square feet, three million dollars. You know, here and well, look at here. You can you can buy a condo on any street corner, left in St. Peter's or Illinois. It's either a condo or it's a car wash. <laughs> yeah. Are do we have enough car washes yet? The answer to that question is no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It, it's, I, I, I really don't have any words. It's ridiculous. And, and, That's my word. And you know what? If what? if if they made any money from me washing my car, they'd all go out of business because <laughs> when I wash my car, it's hand wash. I still do I, that. I like to go to Green Martian. Green Martian, the Martian yeah. car wash. Yeah, Martian car wash. Why do you like the Martian car wash? Because I don't know. I just like the vibe there. You like the vibe. Mm-hmm. I got a couple things I can say, but I won't say it. Okay, yeah, you're not going to say them. <laughs> oh, look, it's 743. <laughs> Does that mean we should break right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> Man up, Brad. Break. You don't, you don't want to say anything more, Shelly? What would you like me to say? I got kicked out of the safety class. Can you say that? I did. <laughs> Can you say that, though? I mean, hear it again. And you know, I actually flunked driver's ed, too. Oh, God. <laughs> so my mom put me through Sears Driving School. You flunked driver's Oh, You went to high school? You flunked driver's ed? Do you know why? <laughs> do, do I want to know? <laughs> it's because I wasn't looking in my rearview mirror when I backed up. I was looking at the mirror. I was looking at the mirror, but I wasn't looking... No, that that's not Back. that's not what I heard. I heard the reason you flunked driver's ed was because I would stop the bike and not put my feet down. That's what I heard. No, that was no that that was for the motorbike. This <laughs> one was for a car in high school. I didn't start driving until I was like seventeen and a half. I okay. walked everywhere. Let me read my list of impressive women: Tiffany Smiley, Tudor Dixon, Carrie Lake, Stacey Abrams. And Shelly Barr, all impressive women. <laughs> all impressive women. It's 743. Bite me, Brad, by the way. <laughs> Nellie and Blanco Brown. Oh, excuse, excuse me. That's Nellie in Florida, Georgia Line. I'm sorry. Wrong people. Okay. I'm thinking another song. I can see the, the um, um, confusion. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to look at the latest Powerball thing. Are you buying, you didn't buy Powerball tickets last night, did you? I did not. Did not. I still have one from Monday that I haven't even checked. Who knows? I made one like $100,000. You never know. Yeah. Um, you going to take me out to dinner? Oh, Mega Millions, Powerball, California State. I'm trying to find the latest thing. Oh, and by the way, if anybody would like a lottery ticket, just give me a call and I'll come. And we will talk about how we might be able to grow your business. And Well, we will be able to grow your business if you choose us. And, um, yeah, plus you'll get a lottery ticket. Years, years and years and years ago, someone gave me a Powerball ticket, or no, a lottery ticket. And this particular person was a huge lottery fan. I mean, was playing the scratch-offs and stuff like that. And I know you give out little lottery cards, right? You've done that I before? Do. Okay. Someone gave me one of these, and I scratched it off, and I won $200, and they tried to take it back from me. 
Oh, I would never do that. But I did tell him, I'm like, if you win, you have to advertise with us. <laughs> okay, I'll try and think. Um, $1.5 billion. Now they say that's the new jackpot. $1.5 billion. By the way, um, I must mention the fact that when I ask the question about we're talking about the Yankee Candle guy in his house, and I got all these crazy answers when I was, you know, people are texting me. What's What does every woman have in her house? You won't believe what some of the women texted me. Oh, no, I would. <laughs> and, I absolutely and some would. of the guys texted me. Matter of fact, James Strong. Shame on you, James Strong. <laughs> would you text him, James Strong? Text me. <laughs> yeah. Shame on you, James Strong. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> James, text me. I want to hear it. And Brad won't tell me. No, I won't. I won't. Say, <laughs> I won't say what. I won't even repeat what Shelly said on the on on the air. But that's all another story. Okay. Last thing to talk I about. I meant it. <laughs> right. It's a thing. Okay. It was a thing. Like, here's here's a story. Like Fifty years ago, but here's two stories that happened in the St. Louis area, and I think this is. This is PBMF kind of stories. If you know what PBMF stands for, you'll know what I'm talking about, okay? I do. The first one happened, was it, uh, was it, uh, was it happened on Sunday or Monday? Sunday or Monday. Police say a man used GPS to track down a family member's stolen car in Sunset Hills and shot at the suspects on U.S. Highway 40. Uh, now he and some of the suspects are in custody, according to Richmond Heights Police, who say they got a call about a shooting on Interstate 64 in Big Bend at 8.30 a.m., the shooting also prompted police to initiate a lockdown for less than two hours. What happened was there were four suspects in a stolen vehicle, blah, 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 blah. One cut was juvenile. Um, somebody stole either his wife's or some family member's car, and they had a GPS tracker in it. So he followed it, and he found the guys, four guys, young guys. They said one guy's a juvenile. He smashed into their car. Into you know, In other words, it was... One of the family wasn't, you know, it was a stolen car. They'd stolen either from him or his 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 family member or something like that. He tracked him down with GPS, followed him, caught up with him, smashed into the car, jumped out of the car, and fired shots at the guys. And I think he hit hit one of them. So I think they said one of them. Shooting also prompted police. So four suspects. Uh, however, police caught three of them in the neighborhood directly parallel to the highway. One caught was a juvenile who was taken to hospital with shooting injuries that police say were not life-threatening. So now this guy is in jail as well, too. Okay, then there's one, there's another one, as crazy as this may sound, that happened, I think, Wednesday night, or no, Tuesday night, in North County. A lady sees her car being stolen, and guess what it is? It's a Kia or a Hyundai. Let me see if I can find this one. There were two of them that happened this week, and she sees her car being stolen. So her, let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, here I do. Let me do. Uh, I thought I saved this one, but I didn't. Anyway, the story is, and this is the interesting st- part of the story is, they chase her stolen car. Um, Zelda's house. It was for instance, they're stealing. Yeah. Uh, here, this is here. This there's one. Two boys, 14 and 16, were shot Monday afternoon after stealing a woman's car from her home in North St. Louis. Police said the boys were among five juvenile who stole the woman's car at 3 p.m. in the 1,000 in the 10,000 block of Lookaway Drive in the city's Riverview neighborhood. A family member told the woman her car, a Kia Optima, had been stolen, and the woman and another person began tracking the car. 
They spotted it at a gas station, the 6,000 block of West Florissant Avenue, and tempted the block. It in police said, the woman said, she then heard gunshots and took cover, and the suspects fled in the Kia. Now, what's interesting is nobody knew who fired the gunshots. The woman tracked the car down again, this time in the 7,000 block of Glenborough Drive in Florida Hills, a small city in North St. Louis County. Police responded and found the 14-year-old suspect nearby suffering from gunshot wounds. The 16-year-old had been taken to a hospital by private vehicle with gunshot wounds. One other suspect was captured by police, and others got away. So... None of the suspects answered police questions about what happened. It was unclear if the woman whose car was stolen was the person with whom she was tracking the car or someone else fired shots during the encounters. A similar incident happened early Monday when a man used GPS to track down a family member's car that was stolen in Sunset Hills, then shot at the suspects on Highway 40. Okay, here's my question to you, Shelly Barr. What's that? Is this right or wrong that people are, like, taking law into their own hands, vigilante action? You steal well, my car, I'm going to track— Unfortunately, that's kind of where we're heading to. I mean, the, the chick that wants to uh, defund the police but pays for personal protection, I mean, are you that talking, is where are, we're heading. Are you talking about Cori Bush? Yes. The lady who represents the area in North County that has Boeing and she wants to shut down Boeing because they make <gasps> terrible weapons like F-15s and F-18s. We can't have that. We can't have we can't have weapons to defend us from the Ruskies and the Chinese and, and the crazy nuts in Iraq and places like that. We can't have that. Well, shut that Boeing down. You're, you're saying that being a smart, um, being a, a, a smarty pants. An intelligent donkey. Mm, smarty pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so but what? What I'm saying is, what are you saying? In Brad? two instances, okay. First off, the one that had in, happened in Richmond Heights on Highway 40, the, the car was stolen out of Sunset Hills. He tracked it down with GPS. He smashed into the car, you know, with his own car. Got out of the yeah. car, fired shots at the guy, hit one of the kids. Okay, now he's under arrest because he fired a weapon, stuff like that. Okay, the one in North County where they stole her car, way up in North City, up in Riverview, Lookaway Drive. That's where the old uh, Chain of Rocks Amusement Park used to be. You know, I know exactly where Lookaway Drive is, which is sort of nerdy of me. Anyway, uh, they <laughs> they chased down the car, bunch of juveniles in the car. Nobody knows who fired the shots. <laughs> Nobody will fess up to who fired the shots. Two kids were hit, 14 and 16 years old. Okay, is that wrong or is that right? If, I think that's wrong. So, in other words, if someone, if someone, if you looked out your window and some guy was stealing your car and you go, oh my God, and you jumped on your Harley and you chased the guy down. And you're, well, I don't have a Harley anymore. Oh, and, and when you came up to the stop sign, you remember to put your feet down so you, the bike wouldn't turn over. Uh-huh, bikey. <laughs> go on. So if you pulled out uh, that, that AR-15 out of your saddlebag from your, from your Harley, <laughs> and it would, be, it would be okay for you to fire off a couple rounds at, that, at your car to try to get that guy who just stole your car, that would be okay? Uh-huh. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of my Harley shirts okay. and I'm going to wear it on sales calls. Okay. And it says, I don't know which was hotter, the chick or the ride. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's seriously, that is a Harley shirt. Okay. Uh, so once again. I will wear it, Brad. Okay. So let's go back to my question. So you think this is wrong that these people are doing it, that they're sending, they're defending their own private property? They're shooting at the guys who stole their cars? I think that that was wrong. You think it's wrong? I do. So they should just say, ah, they stole my car. Uh, too bad. 
Don't you think it sort of sends a message to the Cretans that are out there stealing cars? I don't think it matters. I don't. Well, no, I don't think they're afraid of the police anymore because you know, especially they're juvie. You know, they're just going to go to juvie hall for a couple of days. They're going to be out. No, you know, no, no record on you know nothing on their record the whole bit, and they'll steal a couple more cars. You know what the hell? You know, I mean, but I think it sends a message. It's like, hey. Don't worry about the police. Worry about the crazy nuts that you stole the car from because they're going to chase you down and shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Do you really think that's going to happen? We'll talk about it tomorrow. What do you think about it? We'll talk about it tomorrow because we're out of time. It's oh, we are out of time. Let's say goodbye. Say goodbye, Shelly. Have a great day, everybody. Brad has been a slice of heaven as usual. Have a great day. So happy it's Thursday and peace and I fight. 7.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.